T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Talk Portland, Intercom Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. We're all thinking about getting outside again and exploring nature and our surrounding areas. And I'd like to introduce you to a nonprofit in town that is helping underserved youth get the opportunity to experience the Pacific Northwest, where maybe they didn't have that chance before. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Ashley Barnes. Ashley is the Outreach Director of Sale to Change. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland, Ashley. Hi, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you doing during the pandemic? How's this COVID-19 thing going in your world? It's going okay for me. I have been enjoying a slower pace of life and more time at home. But for the organization I work for, Sail to Change, it's been a bummer that we have had to change our program around for this summer. Usually we have our four-week summer program for underserved kids, and we had to change that this year. It's amazing how much effect this has had on, on every aspect of life. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's a really interesting time to be a part of. Yeah. So let's talk about Sale to Change. Tell me about Sale to Change. What is it? What is your organization? Okay, so Sale to Change is a nonprofit organization. I am the outreach director for Sale to Change. On a normal year when coronavirus is not happening, we work with schools and other organizations to find underserved freshmen high schoolers to participate in an immersive month-long outdoor experience. We work with Willamette Sailing Club to teach two weeks of sailing lessons, followed by a two-week wilderness education program that we create ourselves. Um, There, students learn survival skills and conservation while backpacking through beautiful parts of the Northwest. Last year was our pilot program. And so we took kids out to the Willamette and Deschutes National Forest in Central Oregon area. And they hiked along the Pacific Crest Trail. It was great. Um, And then, so once kids are done with the summer program and they are back in school, we connect them with one of our mentors who follows them through their sophomore school year and it just is like a positive adult role model in their lives and someone that they can talk to when they need advice and yeah, just to be a friend to them. This sounds like an amazing program. What? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all free for the students that we try to connect with because we know that a lot of the underserved and at risk communities, you know, they have a hard time paying for certain programs or, you know, 
we just want to eliminate all the barriers that we can to students coming in to join us. So that's why we offer it for free. And that's also why it's important that we reach out to the community so people know to donate to us so that we can keep providing our services to youth. Now, when you say underserved youth, uh, tell me about that. Who, who does the Sale to Change serve? So our program is geared towards youth in ninth grade through 12th grade. We are going to grow our program into a three-year program, but for now we are focusing on just freshman age students. And like I said, this year is going to be a little bit different, so I'll explain about that more. But as far as underserved, we're looking for students that are having a hard time in school and or at home and um, students who do not have a history of violence, who are not clinically depressed or suicidal and who are not actively addicted to drugs just because we are kind of a small growing organization and do not have the resources at this time to accept those students. And we just want to make sure everyone is safe. But other than that, we are open to, you know, a broad spectrum of students who are having a hard time, like I said. How do you identify these students? So normally we work with school counselors and I get a hold of teachers and people who work for other community organizations and they kind of help us handpick students. But also, you know, anyone is able to just reach out to us through our website or social media accounts and we will, you know, we'll, we'll do interviews with them and see if it's something that works for both parties. But yeah, we want parents to know that we're an option for their students for something for them to do that's, you know, hopefully something positive in their life. And you say this is mostly for students who are just beginning high school, so like freshmen, sophomores, and what schools are you working with mainly? So because the summer program part of it is held at Willamette Sailing Club and students need to be able to get a ride there for that section of the program, I try to reach out to the greater Portland area. Most of our students have come from Portland Public Schools, but we've had students from Vancouver and one student last year from Damascus. So we we try to make it work. Um, If students have a hard time with transportation, I try to coordinate with other, you you know, carpooling moms. And I've even picked students up for some of our events before. But yeah, I try to keep it to the Portland area. You're getting them there any way you can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's good. We try to, yeah. I mean, that's also why we are looking for volunteers for our summer programs so that, you know, people can help with transportation and that kind of thing too. But yeah, like I said, we want to reduce any barriers that we can to students joining us. We also know a swimming instructor. If students need to learn how to swim, we can connect kids with that person. Um, Yeah. How many students are you working with at a time? So, like I said, last year was our pilot program, and we had, uh, let's see, 13 young boys, or freshman boys, come and join us for the program. Um, This next summer of 2021, we are hoping to really amp that up and invite 20 girls and 30 boys to our program. That is amping that up. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, what? That is amping that up. You're getting a lot more students in. Yeah, we're hoping to. This year, yeah. So this year, I should tell you just a little bit, because we are trying to interact with students still this year. We are doing online curriculum. We have a page on our website under the resources tab, and people can come in, and we add new educational links on there every week. And so students can learn about outdoor-related topics through our website there. But we also have our, some of our presenters and some of our guides from what would have been this summer's program helping us do some live stream webinars. And we have this live stream events where they are teaching about certain things. So we've already had how to make fire with a bow drill and primitive fire making. And we had a situational awareness live stream. And we have some more things in store coming up if people want to connect with us on our website and our event pages we'll keep posting them on there and then hopefully once coronavirus you know the dust has settled from that a little bit we would like to have outdoor events again because part of our program is also doing monthly recreational events with students so as far as that goes anyone that is an eighth grader right now could also sign up for us right now so that we can kind of build that relationship and hopefully they can join our regular scheduled program next year. Do you want to give out the website real quick? Yeah. So sail to change.org is our website and it's S A I L the number two change.org. And then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram also. We're talking today with Ashley Barnes, Outreach Director for Sale to Change. Now, Ashley, this sounds like an amazing program, and I kind of want to know the history. Where did this all get started? Yeah, so I work for a man named Dieter Weiblinger. He is the founder and president of Sale to Change, and he is a German man that has been living in America, in the Portland area, for about 40 years now. And I believe he's been sailing just about that long, too. So it is really a passion of his, and he has seen firsthand how sailing can bring strangers together to have them work towards something, you know, that where they have to use hands-on skills and they have to work as a team. They have to communicate with each other, and also they're enjoying this really beautiful thing of being outside and feeling the wind in your hair and the freedom that that entails, and we just... Yeah, we all know that students can grow from that experience. And so, I mean, Dieter's grand vision for this whole program is to create a three-year program where part of it is doing 11th grade at sea on a tall ship. Wow. Where kids will be sailing up and down the West Coast of the Americas. And yeah, like I said, that's a few years away, but... um, He has this idea that, you know, sailing is really life-changing and we're going to do it in a big way where students can gain hours towards getting a captain's license and have this amazing experience of traveling the world because those are things, yeah, Peter believes in. He's a big traveler and, yeah, like I said, he loves sailing. So he tried to combine that all together. He also has his own uh, 11-year-old son, so that's why I think he chose to do this for you specifically. 
That sounds amazing to sail up and down the Americas on the on the West Coast. Sailing in the Willamette River is one thing. On the open ocean is a completely something else. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. That's amazing. And how far do you think that is away? I would say we're at least three years away from that right now. We're trying to get our summer program down perfectly and then move on to that next step. I mean, yeah, obviously it's a huge endeavor to undertake and we want to make sure that it's planned out really well. Oh, wow. Can you tell me about a special moment that happened in the program with some of the teens? I'm sure you've got some good stories. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite story that just really touched my heart was on the fourth night of the wilderness section of camp. We brought the kids around the fire and we were doing this um, trust building sort of exercise and just getting to know each other more. We had some really great guides that were great at bringing out some of the uh, emotional sides of the kids. And a lot of the kids told us things that they had never even talked to their parents about. And on that fourth night, we... Like I said, we brought them around the fire in a circle and every, so it went around and each person had to step into the circle and say something to describe themselves. And so the first student stepped in and he said, I am black. And then everyone that agreed or yeah, everyone that was that also would step into the circle so we had about half of our kids step into the circle after that student said, I am black. The next person said, I am white. And we had another group step in. And soon it got around and students were saying that I have had depression or I have had anxiety. I have been suicidal before. And it was amazing to see how many of the kids stepped in to the circle. But the one that was like the most powerful was the last person who said, I do not want to be like my father. And all but one of the students stepped into the circle. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So it just was like, oh, this is what we're doing this for is, you know, moments like that where students can really like connect to each other, be a little bit vulnerable and be, you know, in a situation where they're building bonds with people who really do care about them and making new friends and having new experiences like backpacking and camping and sailing that they may not have ever done before. That's a big part of uh, our mission is providing access and opportunity and authentic relationships for students. Did you expect that from the students that, that to kind of come out and be emotional and be vulnerable? Did you expect that? Um, not exactly that emotional or that deep and introspective. Um, you know, they, it's, you know, the kids that we work with are underserved youth. And so, you know, they come, they're like having some problems and like, you know, we definitely had like a couple challenges with kids not getting along with each other. And like some of the kids were, you know, they have a lot of energy at that age and everything. So it was really beautiful to see them just kind of get into this, yeah, like calm, reflective state and be able to open up, like I said, telling things that they hadn't even talked to their parents about before. Maybe haven't even confronted in their own minds before. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting that you say that happened on the fourth night because it took a few nights for everybody to kind of get settled, right? Yeah, I think so. Like we were definitely trying to do some team building exercises throughout the whole time, but I think 
it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, at the evening circle and it was just, yeah, it was the right concoction of feelings and setting and yeah, it was, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's super cool. How have you noticed that, uh, how does the outdoors change youth once they get out there? If they've never experienced camping or backpacking or maybe even being out in the wilderness at all, how have you seen it change them? Yeah, so some of our kids last year hadn't ever been camping before, which was so great to be able to, you know, say that we could help facilitate that for kids that are surrounded by nature all around Portland. Um, But so... It helps these kids show what skills that they can do on their own. I think it makes them, you know, it's independence, but it's also teamwork. It shows, you know, what you can push yourself to do as far as like the backpacking thing. The kids hiked over 40 miles. Wow. um, During, it was over uh, six nights of backpacking. And yeah, they push themselves and we're camping at a different spot each night. So I think there, I mean, there's a ton of things that go into it. You know, there's the feeling of the sense of adventure, feeling the power that they have to survive on their own, learning survival skills and showing that, you know, they can take care of themselves. And also I think that, you know, that can be a spiritual aspect to nature, just healing, being out and, you know, in the beauty of nature and the fresh air and being away from, maybe a hostile home environment or, you know, just getting a chance to learn in a different way than being in a classroom. And yeah. And probably the aspect of of helping each other out too, you know, maybe they haven't had that opportunity to, to lend a hand to somebody else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially for the sailing aspect of it, they really had to work together in on small teams, the boats were really small. So, um, it was really great. Uh, so at Willamette Sailing Club, they have some bigger boats the kids get to go out on, but mostly they are learning on like one and two person dinghies. And so they really have to communicate with each other to not get knocked by the boom of the sail (laughs) and not fall into the water. And, we did have a couple times where the students flipped their boats over, but they were just, they got up on top of them. They had to be able to like flip them back over themselves. And they were just like hooting and hollering out there, having such a good time working with each other. And by the end of it, the kids were all friends with each other. Our, um, we did a survey at the end where we asked parents the changes that they had seen. And they said that some of the kids, got together and created like a online group chat with each other to keep in contact and that they started playing when they did play video games every now and then online, that they would all be playing together on teams with the video games. But then we had a mom say also too, on that note that her son basically stopped playing video games afterwards and was outside like the whole rest of the summer playing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Unexpected outcome, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're talking today with Ashley Barnes. She's the Outreach Director for Sale to Change. Now, Sale to Change is a relatively new nonprofit, right? Yes. We are about a little over two years old now. Dieter started the organization, and we are a small team. There's me. There's our administrative director, Katie. And we have Michelle, who's our program director, and then Dieter, who's the founder. And we have our board of directors, 
and we hire guides and other people to be, you know, part of our team when we need it. But it's basically the form the run the organization. And yeah, a little over two years old. So it sounds like you also rely pretty heavily on volunteers. Tell me about that. Yes. So volunteers make up a big part of the actual program we had last year, we had a bunch of people from the U S forest service come out to present their expertise to our students. We had people who showed them how to do a bear hang where you hang your food up in the trees away from bears and learn how to use a compass. And we had this one woman come out who was a bat specialist and she brought all these different animal pelts with her too. And so that was a really great moment. All the kids got to pass around. They really just, all the young boys just loved just passing around these like <laughs> animal pelts. And, um, and the lady was really sweet. She had baked them all cookies that she brought with her too. So yeah, the, the presenters have been volunteers. Our mentors are also volunteers. And we're kind of trying to grow our volunteer base in other directions, too, where this year we've been able to kind of focus more on what we want to do for fundraising and because we're not so focused on the program. So, yeah, we're looking for people who have advertising experience and fundraising experience. But in the future, also, like I said, we want people that can help with you know, transportation or just kind of being support during the program also. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in what we're doing, we can find a place for you as a volunteer. Give out the website one more time, because it looks like lots of information is available there for anybody who wants to help out. Yeah, we have a beautiful website. It is sail to change.org and it's sail like sailing S A I L and the number two change.org. And of course, you can get a hold of us on Facebook and Instagram. Also, I I will personally probably be the one that is reaching back out to you because I kind of handle those things. Also, I want to talk some more about the resources tab that you have on your website because that is probably great information for just about anybody. Yeah, I mean, learners of all ages can check it out. We have here. I'll go to it right now and check it out so I can talk about the different categories. Yeah, it's so, a big, big like drop said, down we have, Yeah. Um, our program director, Michelle, has kind of switched gears and taken this section over. And so she has been adding to, we have environmental science, wilderness skills, some online sailing information, wildlife science. There's some just for fun on there. So documentaries and you can take tours of national parks and all kinds of different things to explore on there. We're trying to keep it kind of outdoor focused, but there's even some art and creativity and things about possible career paths also, which is another big part of Sail to Change, where the idea is that we want to inspire students to think outside the box of what could be a meaningful career for them. And like I said, once we get to the three-year program, we hope to help them get hours towards a captain's license that they can get when they're 18. And that would open up a whole bunch of careers in the maritime industry for them. But of course, you know, we have all these awesome presenters that come and talk with the students and 
share what they can do to be a forest ranger or a wildland firefighter or all kinds of different things. So much to do in the outdoors, especially here in the Pacific Northwest. What an incredible place to have your program. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome that we decided to create our own wilderness section of the program. We were thinking about partnering with them, another company or organization, but we have decided to plan it ourselves, which, of course, is a lot of work, but we get to have more say about what that looks like. And so, yeah, like I said, last year we went to beautiful Central Oregon. It was a little bit west of the really dry part of Central Oregon, but like I said, along the Pacific Crest Trail, so staying at all these beautiful lakes in the forest each night. And this year we were supposed to be going to the Goat Rocks Wilderness in Washington, but I think that is going to happen next year instead. Yeah. Lastly, give out the website one more time. Okay, so it's sailtochange.org, S-A-I-L, the number two, change.org. Well, you guys are doing just really cool stuff. I'm so glad I had a chance to talk to you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate you helping us get the word out. We've been talking today with Ashley Barnes, Outreach Director of Sail to Change. Thanks again for being on the show. Of course. I do want to say one more thing. We're also looking for a treasurer for our board of directors and, you know, connect with us. If you know a student that could be, you know, part of our program. And if you know anyone that wants to help donate to our cause, there's different ways to do that. It doesn't have to be money. It could be your time. It could be camping gear or something too. So we just want to connect with our community and hear your voice and, you know, try to do something good for the youth around here. Excellent. Cheers to that. (laughs) Thanks. Yes. Let's Talk Portland is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. 